All right, everybody, what is going on? This episode 571 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And today, I'm going to try to keep this episode a little bit short. You know, I, I, I ain't going to say it's not much to talk about, but I want to get straight to the point. And with that being said, a little bit all over the place here. If this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I want to thank you guys for the support. You guys have been phenomenal. Last few videos have done great. Last few episodes of the podcast have done great. Um, and I, I cannot thank you guys enough. I also can be found on uh, firstandframerates.com. Go check out the website and uh, see what you like over there. I'm still putting some work into it. But um, for the support, I really, really appreciate it. Mm, excuse me. All right, let's go ahead and get into this off the top. The Falcons Foundation is intact. The Falcons foundation is absolutely on point they have a really good nucleus the foundation is set and i want to really get into um this you have uh the question mark i will say that definitely i'm not gonna sit here and act like i'm a homer i want to see him do great things i want to see him succeed i want to see what he can do but desmond ritter is the question mark but i want to see what he can do I think you'd be able to flourish in this offense because you got Drake London who's uh, on a rookie deal. Kyle Pitts on a rookie deal. Tyler Algier on a rookie deal. You have Bijan Robinson coming in on a rookie deal. You have an offensive line that's probably, you know, pretty much set for the next few years as far as contract goes. All the guys I just mentioned are pretty much set in their contract for the next few years. You have a good nucleus on defense as well. Not talking about the veterans that we signed. When you look at a Troy Anderson, you look at AJ Terrell. You look at um. You can even add Jesse Jesse Bates to that. Or what? What I would prefer is Richie Grant, Ebikete, Taquan Graham. You have some guys that are actually, you know, going to be really. Uh, uh I think they're going to be a really cohesive unit. Clark Phillips the third is going to be coming along. You know, and the guy from Alabama that we drafted in the second seventh round. Don't sleep on him either. These guys could play some ball. With that foundation being set. This is exactly what the Falcons need, not just the the franchise, but the fan base. These guys that are in our fan base, and I don't want to get into that. I just did a whole video about them. But when you look at what this, um, if you look at what this team has done, and you see where they're going on, going, going, what they got going on forward. I'm sorry, I'm just all over the place. You can talk about those Georgia Bulldogs all you want. That's up there in Philly. I get it. That may be your thing. That's fine. But there's no denying what the Falcons are doing. We're basically two, I'll say three, and you can even make the case probably even four years. That's stretching it. Maybe three years behind of what the Philadelphia Eagles are doing. And, and, and you know, that that that's a pretty good recipe. They made it to the Super Bowl. You know, you know so that that nucleus of what they have up there, and compared to what we have here, I don't think talent-wise, because you see all the talent that's over there in Philly, but we have a lot of guys that are here that are just def- that's just just ready to to make something happen. You got all this talent here that are actually you know be doing that can be doing some things, and um, they're all still young. So I'm looking for Arthur Smith to turn this seven and ten team around, probably go ten and seven or even eleven and six. Or dare I say, maybe even a, a eleven and five. Is that eleven and five? Is that right? 
No. 12 and 5. Yeah, 12 and 5. I don't mean to say. Pour them all over the place. This is what I get for rushing. Also, I want to say this. Um, we're supposed to have like like 80-something million dollars in cap going in the next season. A lot of these guys that's, in, that's, for Atlanta, that's playing for Atlanta right now, it could be a situation where a lot of these guys are going to be probably moving on. If you talk about the Jalen Hawkins of the world, the uh, let me see who else is. Uh, we don't have that many people. Calias Campbell is on a one-year deal. Bud Dupree, Eddie Goldman is on a one-year deal. Now, there's a reason why I'm talking about all these defensive players because there's a lot, a lot of really, really good defensive players that's going to be coming into free agency next year. And um, I don't even want to get into all their names, but you're talking about the Bosa's. You're talking about Patrick Queen. You're talking about uh, Micah Hyde, even though he's a little bit on the older side. Ed Oliver, defensive tackle. And I know I'm talking about these names that we may not need because we did sign Ayamada and some other guys in that front seven. But when you look at this type of a free agency that's going on, we're going to be able to spend more money on top of the players that we have now. Don't get it twisted. Everybody may not pan out. So we could be able, we could be in a situation where we could be looking for other talent. We have the money to spend. So not only just the defense, we could talk about offense as well. We just don't know. You know, you know, you still got the John Smiths of the world. You still got the, I mean, you, you, we, I want you guys to understand. We have a very good situation here in Atlanta. Very good situation. And I want people to really know that this is just the beginning. Year three of Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot plan is basically year one. You see what we had to deal with the first two years and the whole situation with the salary cap, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, you know, the Calvin Ridley situation, which we could get a second round pick out of that situation, which that would be phenomenal. And, you know, you got so many things, the Deion Jones of the world, the th- all the things that happened within the first two years, we got up from under that. And now we're looking at a situation where we have 80 million in cash space going in the next year, possibly. You have all of this stuff going on with um, you have all the stuff going on with these rookies or these younger players. You got some of these free agents that's probably going to end up being an anchor that that the, the free agents that signed with Atlanta that could be an anchor for this team for the next three, four, five years. This is where I say the next three or four years, we're right behind some of these elite teams. If not, we could be elite this year. You know, and, it, you know, it, it, it's not that far-fetched. You look at the rest of this uh, division, um, the Panthers may be a threat because they have a good defense. I don't see the Bucks doing anything against us, and I damn sure don't see the Saints doing anything. I, I just don't see it. You look at the Falcons, all the moves they made, We're I think we're clearly the front-runners of the NFC South. Now, let's just say, for instance, the this is the luxury we have. Let's just say that Desmond Ritter don't pan out. Say if we give him the reins of being QB1 and it just don't pan out. What do we do on that point? Do we go for another quarterback? Do we bring a veteran in? What do we do? But the fact that he's on a rookie deal, we have the luxury to actually go and find somebody else. Maybe we go get a Caleb Williams. You know, we maybe we do something like that. We just don't know. You know, but we, we just have to understand that all options are on the table. Win, lose, or draw. And I want people to understand that there's a, you know, there's a possibility that we could win. Uh, if we win the division and go into the playoffs, all bets are off at that point. We could really get some things going if 
we get in the playoffs. Like I said, all bets are off at that point. Don't get it twisted. Just because you go in the playoffs, and, and, and I don't like this mentality. Some people do this. Oh, we're going to go in the playoffs and get knocked out in the first round. Who has that type of loser mentality? But to go back to what I was saying in my video, a lot of Atlanta Falcon fans are broken. And I hate to say that because I want the fan base to be uplifted with what we're doing. But some of these people don't want to feel that way. And it, it kind of sucks. But the foundation is set. You look at Desmond Ritter, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Tyler Algier, B. John Robinson. You look at, look at this offensive line. You look at John o. Smith, who's still productive. You look at a Richie Grant. You look at um, A.J. Terrell. You look at uh, Jeff Okuda, which possibly could turn things around. You you look at um, uh, Phillips III that could do some things. You know, he looks like he's going to be a stud. You look at this front seven with Grady, Taquan Graham, Evan Kete. You got Caden Ellis. <laughs> you got Troy Anderson. You got Lorenzo Carter. You, I mean, we did I say Grady Jarrett? I think I did. But you, we got so many pieces. And for what we had last year, and literally be uh, in contention for the division all the way up until like three or four games left, that says a lot about the coaching. I can't wait to see what this coach can do with this team. It's going to be really awesome to see. But I don't want to hold you guys up. Like I said, I want to make this episode a little bit shorter than usual. Let me know what you guys think. If you like this commentary, the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think. Am I tripping? I don't know what I'm talking about once again, or you understand where I'm coming from. The, the foundation is set, guys. It's, it's okay to understand the past and what's happened there, but the future is now. The first two years of this regime, it was just not, it was not ideal. They had to clean up a lot of stuff. They cleaned it up. They got the players that they want. And we have the potential to do something really good. I want you guys to just sit back and just think about that for a second. You know, it's a, it's a real possibility. You know, you may not want to admit it, but it's a real possibility. I want to get up out of here. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Check out the website, uh, you know, firstandframerace.com. Also follow me on Twitter at VFBaller, where I talk about things that don't make it into the show. And uh, I'm going to get up out of here. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy and uh, y'all be blessed. Peace.